Welcome back. Welcome back. Another segment edition episode, if you will. School for Gifted Idiots is back in session. How are Mm. we doing today? Nick? Very good. So I think Nick is only going to talk in animal voices today. I'm very aroused. As you should be, because uh, we had a lot go on. We've been out for a little bit. Um, Thanksgiving break was good. Thanksgiving break was cool. A lot of turkey, unnecessary political talk. It's great. A lot of kidney stones, right? Kidney stones, yeah. Yeah. Awful. Miserable. Dealing with Nick having to pass a few before we could uh, hop back on the recording studio. Yeah, quite literally a few. Yeah, literally. (laughs) I think think God was uh, punishing me for my uh, transgressions. What would those be? Everything. Talking about probably a lot. Talking about politics and Thanksgiving. It's probably the main Something, culprit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a lot of exciting things to talk about today. It is December fourth, so it's officially Christmas season. Um, so we are super excited to put on our sweaters, get ready for uh, Spider Man. Because let's be honest, Spider Man's going to be more fun than Christmas Comfort this year. Comfort colors. We are getting some shirts made. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're only going to be for us right now. Probably, yeah. And then once we get a little bit more of a following, feel free to DM me or Nick and we'll get you a shirt. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's going to be uh, And we'll donate. We'll It'll donate. Expensive stuff. We, 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 we don't go Hanes. We'll donate half colors. half of the uh, proceeds to uh, a charity. Yeah. I'm down. Yeah? Yeah. Let's do that. Do a little uh, fundraiser for uh, maybe we'll do something for like uh, kids, you know, that don't the get kids, Christmas yeah. presents. You know, that kind of like uh, like Christmas angels. I'd be down. That'd yeah. be dope. Yeah. We can go to, we can go to Target and uh, oh, we could do a... A live set. We can go with a camera and go go shopping. Have a good. That would be cool. That. That'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or we could even do or, it at a bar. You know what we could do is, um, we could kind of go around just doing good deeds to some of the guys that are struggling, men and women that are struggling around in Austin. Could do that. Be fun. Could do that. We could even do something live where we like. Uh, I don't know, find a bar or a coffee shop, post up there and uh, record a live show or something like that, yeah, stream it, and then, uh, you know, basically do a little charity fundraiser thing. That'd be, cool. be kind of cool. So we're just going to play game plan on yeah. the podcast so you guys all can hear and put it I definitely feel like doing something that's giving back. Absolutely. You know? I mean, this is the time. Um, to be honest, uh, <clears throat> I, I think it's something that I haven't done too much in the past few years. I mean, obviously COVID didn't help, but uh, it's definitely something that I think we could really have a good time with. So... Feel free to give us your feedback if you have any, but uh, because it's Christmas time, I mean, what's more Christmassy than Mariah Carey, right? Speaking of giving back, you will not. Uh, so this is something that apparently um, this has been on my mind, and I don't understand it. And this is a <laughs> uh, a talking point, but it's it's it, for whatever reason it's become this sort of like cultural zeitgeist apparently this odd sort of like it's random completely random and maybe some of you guys agree with me on this maybe some of you don't um but one thing you will not take away from me i will give to the community but the community will not take mariah carey away from me um i don't understand the sickness behind everyone getting so upset about her song so apparently apparently uh her song, All I Want for Christmas is You, is Banger. it's an amazing song. It's super good. And I look, I listened to Christmas music growing up like all the time. Like we used to drive from Dallas to uh, Jasper, Texas, which is where my great grandmother lived. Middle of nowhere. Middle of nowhere. Super racist town. Um, but uh, always a lot of fun to drive there through the woodlands. Um, but we'd listen to Christmas music on the way there. Never, not, maybe once, maybe. 
I heard Mariah Carey and that song on the radio. Other than that, it was Mannheim Steamroller. It was uh, uh, Trans Siberian Orchestra. Trans Siberian Orchestra. It was uh, um, that, that Christmas shoes song. That Tony Bennett. Cry. Sure, yeah, <laughs> like literally anything, right? Billie Holiday. Any anything that was Christmas related. But that song was not overplayed at my in my childhood, right? I think it's because of the social media aspect of it. You think everyone you, calls Christmas Mariah Carey's holiday? So well, I think everybody's just attacking her. I think people are jealous. They're attacking her for no reason. She's I don't a saint. Care. I mean, Mariah Carey is still got it too. Voice of gold. She still is a goddess. Got it. Like leave the Mariah woman alone. Carey, leave her alone. I mean, she has been a staple in the music industry forever. And and you know what? And she's smoking hot. She loves Mariah Carey. I mean, who doesn't? God. Who doesn't? Who can hit a note besides Beyonce like Mariah? You argued with me earlier. I think Christina Aguilera can hit a note like that. She, she got pipes. But those are probably the, like, the, the top three of like really belting. I'm just going to stay away from that one. It's fine. But they could belt. They could belt that shit loud. Yeah. Yeah. And Mariah Carey does not deserve all the hatred going her no, way. No, there's and, zero hate. I mean, hey, let her have her mom. Right? Like, I mean, seriously, though, like, did you, like, this level of disgust with her. I didn't really hear it that much growing up. Either, I didn't. Okay, so, so I'm not the only one. So my mom, okay. <laughs> See if this takes you back. Do you remember, and I, this might just be my super Christian family growing up, but we would always listen to the Christmas channel, right? But do you remember that talk show called The Delilah Show? Where that woman would come on with that really raspy, deep voice and be like, who do you love tonight? I do. Do you remember? Dude. I do. My fiance wow. brought up that that show, and I was like, "Oh my god!" They would play some Christmas Christmas song. I can't say Christmas very well. Whenever I'm trying to talk really fast, so just say with Christmas. 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 Xmas. Christmas. So, uh, Mark she brought up. She's like, "Do you remember the Delilah show?" <clears throat> I was like, "Oh my god!" And it, it would yeah. to put it in perspective, it'd be like four Christmas songs, and then like 20 minutes of this like older woman giving love advice to like random people. Yeah. And then they'd be like, okay, here's a couple of Christmas songs. But she would sound like this. Who do you love tonight, Nick? Tell us who you love. Tell us your story. And then some guy would be like, well, like, you I know what? I love feel, my wife. I already feel my walls coming and down. And he'd be like, well, she'd be like, well, I'm so glad you love her. What are you getting her for Christmas? Cherish. Cherish that. Cherish, yes. That is how it would be. And it was so cringe thinking about it now. And my mom ate that shit up. Oh, yeah. It's super warming. You ever listen to public radio? Not anymore. I mean, I, I mean, oh, I have, I have the ticket to be honest. That's I mean, me too. But I, I listen to NPR a lot in college, and you know, you'd get those every now and then at the yeah. end of the night, or even on. Uh, and they're just brutal. Even well, there used to be a station in Dallas called uh, one hundred seven point five. I the remember o- that the Oasis. The it Oasis. Was smooth jazz. Yeah. It was like literally. That was a good station. It was like audit. Like it was just oh, just like sex. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. Oh, that show was great. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. I'm excited for Christmas. Leave Mariah alone. Definitely my favorite holiday. Get in the, the, year. Get in the Christmas spirit. Get in the Christmas spirit. Kermit. And don't don't take it out in Mariah. You no. guys, so much hate going around. Leave Mariah alone. She hasn't done shit. She really has. And, and, and look, I don't think that anybody, inclu- and I, I don't like it when the kids do it, when they speak up about it. Like, oh, I hate this song. I'm like, you're fucking five. You're, you're 11. You haven't heard, you haven't heard shit. Like, leave it alone, dude. Go back on TikTok. Yeah, go back to TikTok. Losers. Ugh. Not gonna lie, I downloaded TikTok and I did too. have an account it's, now. It's, it's actually pretty fun. It's funny. I, I, it I like is. it for the funny stuff. Like, I don't know. I go into a black hole with it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, we all do. You just scroll through videos and hey, it's but, just people doing but, things. Hey, think about this. Vine walked so TikTok could run. 
You remember Vine? I loved Vine. No, I and I miss Vine, Vine so much. Yeah. There was so much power in the creator's hands. Yeah. And God forbid if I'd have actually gotten on it and started creating videos. Well, it probably would have been a bunch of fucked up shit. Yeah, I was, I was, <laughs> I was a fucked up kid. Man, I think this is so long overdue, but we have not talked about Eternals yet. We have not. And shot out the gate, I was kind of like, where is this movie going? You know? It's kind of confusing. I knew nothing about it. Not confusing, but I was confused because I knew nothing about the Eternals. I didn't do any, I didn't want to do any research before the movie. I just kind of wanted to go in and just be like, cool, which is super ignorant, but I don't care. Um, and I thought at the end of it, it was by far the most mature Marvel film that I've ever seen. In what way is it mature? I thought it was just, just the way they filmed it, the way that it was written. It, it wasn't as corny, you know? Mm. And I'm not saying Marvel's corny. But they do throw the corny jokes in there for appeal to sure. the younger audience. I feel like Eternals was definitely more of a... Why do you think that was? Because I think the Eternals are a more advanced being. Mm. And they wanted to create that and show the crowd that... Or the, the audience that the Eternals are, one, not to be fucked with. And two, they are higher beings than the regular Marvel Avengers. Which is true. They're not even beings. They're more of cyborgs. cyborgs. They're like they're robots, right? So they're... I think that they did a great job of yeah. portraying that. It, it, that's just in my opinion. I don't. Yeah, no, I think you're right on. Um, so I think what gives that movie, I think the the lack of corniness and joking in that movie serves to support the scope that that movie portrays. Also, it is a very big movie it in is. terms of like. You're talking about, like, it's not, you're no longer on Earth, right? Here, you're talking about the universe and the multiverse. And you're talking about, so, you know, for those of you guys who haven't been to science class in a while, um, you're talking about the Earth is in a solar system. Solar system exists within a galaxy. Galaxies are comprised of millions of solar systems, if not billions. Um, and then there are millions and billions of galaxies that, uh, uh, basically culminate into galaxy clusters um, and they are forever and always racing through space and time uh, at a at a scale that it, the movie attempts and I think successfully um, and interestingly artistically I'd say even uh, communicates to the audience there's a reason it's a two-hour movie because you have to cover the entire scope of humanity and humanity's history and everything that preceded it. I think it was still too short. It could have been longer. It and could have been, been longer. It, it wasn't one of those movies that when it ended, I was like, okay, yeah, no, I, I was okay with it with it going longer if it was. Like, it, I, it needed was, to be that long in yeah. order for them to be able to fit everything in there. If they would have done the corniness, if they would have made it shorter, it would have totally ruined it, it because they would have yeah it would have been awful because they wouldn't have been able to explain i mean the fact that you got to see a celestial and like the world the world forge that was huge dude that was the peak behind the curtain that was like wizard of oz shit like you got to see all where how all the fucking cake is made was that celestial not intimidating as shit on the screen Oh, it looked like big fucking bionicles to me. I don't know. I think it was kind of fucking cool, though. They are cool. It was cool to see them. It was really cool. It was really cool. And I it was, was like, low. oh, shit. It was intimidating to see how big they were yeah. as compared That's to, like, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. It is they a little bit intimidating. They were intimidating, man. Like, like, how does one... Sa I mean, you're not thinking about saving the world anymore. You're thinking about saving the universe. That's, that's going to be the... 
mantra from now on. I mean, obviously, we're getting to Secret Wars at the end of the day, in my opinion. Well, Secret Wars is going to be a show. Oh, That's going to be the what show. What am I thinking you're, about? You're not, thinking not about... Wars. I'm thinking about... Um, oh, my God. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're right. Secret Wars. Yeah, sorry. I was thinking Secret Invasion. Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Secret Wars, yeah. So, I mean, it, we're all get, we're getting there. That's the end goal, I believe, in like phase six or something. Yeah, because Secret Wars is going to... It's going to... What it's going to do is it's going to open up the door for what's called the incursion. Mm-hmm. And the incursion is where you have a colliding or collision of universes where you have multiple Earths, like different versions of it multiple different timelines multiple different timelines multiple different versions of the same character probably includes black panther probably includes captain america definitely include probably it includes all like different versions of all the characters that you know and love right now yeah there are duplicates of every single one of them and the incursion is basically like okay which universe is going to win out and who's going to be left standing at the end of the day and it's a big deal did you see that new uh jonathan majors movie yet if we're talking about universes, the harder they fall with Idris Elba and Jonathan I've Majors. I've not seen that, no. Oh, my God. It's good. Jonathan Majors might be the best actor in Hollywood right now. He did a fantastic job portraying Kang. He like, is uh, amazing. He plays I can't wait to see him play Kang a as a villain. fucking like, badass geez. outlaw. And it just his acting is so, so... It makes me so excited for Kang. Because... Get giddy. Like, you have great actors, right? Giddy. Our, our Robert Downey Jr. was amazing. Chris Evans was amazing. I mean... I think Jonathan Majors is on a different level. As hot of a take as that probably we'll is. We'll see. We'll see. I think he is. We'll see. Eternals is a really good job of um, world building uh, and scope and explaining how everything works behind the scenes. Um, there are a number of Easter eggs in the movie. We're not going to go into those. Um, we'll save those for another time as they're not as relevant right now because more movies need to come out to where those Easter eggs are actually going to be um. Uh, what's the word I'm looking explained. for? Yeah, explain. I yeah, think that the coolest part out. of that movie was that we saw a lot and none of Angelina Jolie's character, <laughs> Athena. We saw. Yeah, I think they kind we of saw nothing on purpose because I think she plays such a big role in the upcoming films that, or it just in the Marvel universe that I don't. I think that when they were writing, they were like, let's give them like. 14% of what this chick can do. I'll say this. Um, is it Athena or Athena? Athena. Athena. With an A, right? Athena. That's what I thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, Which, by the way, she did great. She did awesome. And I would have loved to have had more. Um, her I think that that was the relation. Point, her relationship with... Um, oh, Jesus Christ. That fist guy? Oh, oh my God. Too. I know. I know. I'm blanking. It's Saturday morning, it's guys. It's Saturday morning. Yeah, we're... Well, it's Saturday afternoon, but... Morning to ooh. me. To me, the morning is... Uh, it goes to like 4 p.m. Gilgamesh. Thank you. Yes, thank you. I, Her I, relationship I, with I Gilgamesh um, is one of the few relationships in that movie that really kind of like got me. Um, because there was this sort of tension between them that like... Like, he loved her. She didn't really love him back the same way. Um, and you could tell. Um, I don't know what the point, and this is something that irked me about the movie. Uh, but then again, one of my friends, and I'll give him a shout out, and I told him I would. My friend Dylan pointed it out. I didn't understand what the point of uh, Crow, the the deviant, was. Yeah, um, I agree with you on that. But it was Dylan, like- Dylan did point out that the point of him was so that they could realize that by him absorbing their powers 
that they could combine their powers and they could actually use them together to create the uh, the Unimind. That thing at the end, what they did, right? Yeah. When they connected yeah. together. So his, the, the service that he uh, held in that movie was to display the potential of what they could all do together um, as he was absorbing and taking and stealing their powers and using them for himself. So at the same time, but his, and, and I get that, but they could have done that in another way. They could have done that in another way. His character just didn't, other than that, his character served no purpose. And in the comics, he and he and Athena, uh, 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 oh, they banged. They banged. Yeah, yeah. Props to. That's how you get. That's how you get Thanos. That's how you get Thanos. That's how you get. That's how you get these hybrids. Um, oh, hold on. sidebar, real quick. Sidebar, real quick. Um, I had an argument with my buddy this week at work, and um, I argued that if anybody could kill Thanos by himself, it'd be John Wick. I just kind of want to hear your thoughts on that. Yeah, John Wick. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I saw a great little. Oh little wait, meme. it is Athena. It's not Athena. It's Athena. That's what I thought for I'm some reason. Um, Athena is the. But there is this great little war. like comic strip of Thanos snapping his fingers, and then you see a picture of John Wick holding his dog, and they're like making the dog like disappear like Spider Man does, and then and then it comes back to Thanos after he snapped, and he just says, "Shit," <laughs> he's like, "I fucked up," <laughs> and I was like, "It's true." John Wick would. John Wick would whoop that ass. It's true for show. Sure. Um, that, so I actually, that actually comes to, uh, like a question of, I mean, is it just a matter of time before Keanu Reeves is in the Marvel universe? He'll be in it. He has to be, right? He'll be in it. I think Tom Cruise will be in it. I think that, um, we already know Christian Bale is going to be in it we'll get to them later. Yeah. Actually, literally. Literally. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to add him to the list. I totally forgot about Keanu. Yeah, I know, right? He's, nice. um, He's like the nicest human on earth. Yeah, we'll get to this. We'll get to this. <laughs> Um, foreshadowing yeah foreshadowing guys um, spoiler alert um, I think Tom Cruise will be in it I think that uh, Keanu Reeves will be there I think that you'll see I think you'll see a whole bunch of like A-list actors come and play cameos of characters that we already know exist but are going to be played by them instead I think Tom Cruise would make an excellent Iron Man uh, like an alternate Iron Man, right? Or maybe even an evil Iron Man. I would love a Brad Pitt as Iron Man. Uh, well, Brad Pitt... Uh, see, I thought Brad Pitt was going to play... Um, Adam Warlock? Adam Warlock. He's too old. You can you can do shit to him. I mean, look at what they did with Sam. Samuel. I know. Look at what they did with Sam J, man. They, did, they, like, totally de-aged him for Captain Marvel. As much as I would love Brad Pitt to be Adam Warlock, I think it's, it's going to be... Someone we don't know who we don't know. I don't think it's gonna be an A-list actor. It's the kid from um, uh, oh, that movie. That, that movie. No, no, no. The movie with um, Jennifer Aniston and uh, uh, the guy from SNL. I forget his name. Jesus, he's really great. Um, it's like the two, two from horrible bosses. No, no. Jason Sudeikis. Or... Jason Sudeikis. Okay, so yes. He's from horrible bosses. Yeah. Oh, he is from horrible bosses. Ted, Ted Lasso. Tell that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Sudeikis and Jennifer Aniston, and they got these two kids, and the boy. I remember what movie you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. I forgot what the, what the movie's called, but yeah, I'll I know what you mean. I'll look it up. I know what you mean. But um, I mean, he's gonna be. He is. He is rumored, and I think it's official. He's gonna play Adam Warlock. Well, that's cool. At least I got it figured out. I'm ready to see him. It's been what six years since Guardians Two came out. Less than yeah, that. less than that. It's been like four. It's been like four. Still. Yeah. Um, but. 
all this to say, uh, Eternals was fantastic, in my opinion. I thought it was a very well-made movie. I think it answered a lot of questions, especially after Loki. We were all kind of wondering what was going to happen. And I think that this movie helped out a lot with some of the questions. Um, oh, his name is Will Poulter. He was in We're the, We're the Millers. Oh, that's right. He had some kind of glow up that was like insane. <clears throat> yeah. Like, he's he hot now. He got in really good shape. He's hot. Yeah. Kid's got some strong facial features. Yeah. Um, His jawline is stupid. He's going to be, I think he's going to be a good one on Warlock. Um, That'd be great. I'm cool with that. I'm surprised. Yeah. I mean, they're going to make him blonde. Oh, he's going to be a golden dude. Yeah. He's going to be golden. He's like a, he's like a, one of the, uh, some ass too. one of the, uh, what's their nuts? Yeah, the, the douches. The, yeah. <laughs> the, 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 I don't know. Gold people. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, so, uh, Eternals is a big deal. It sets up everything. It sets up the entrance of mutants in the Marvel Universe, uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, because, um, of all the genetic manipulation that's gone on throughout the history of humanity. Um, and, uh, I liked, I think one of the things I liked most about the movie, and I was very, opt I was very cautious. I don't, I'm not a pessimist, but I'm cautiously optimistic about big Marvel movies like this because... Um, every now and then, Marvel can lay a bad egg. It happens. It happens every. And when you're doing this many movies back to back to back to back to back to back for literally over a decade now, you're gonna get some bad eggs. And Black I was, Widow. I thought, I thought that was a bad egg. Black Black Widow was a bad egg. Um, I thought this might be another one, which is not normal for Marvel. They usually do like maybe one every few years, but rarely. If I don't think they've ever done two back to back just awful movies absolutely not um that kevin feige wouldn't let that happen though. so this one um this one i was kind of going into and i was like all right like uh, i'm cautiously optimistic about it i wasn't expected to be blown away or anything like that visually amazing work of art gorgeous uh loved the play on science and religion i'm a big nerd when it comes to like religion and science and stuff like that and I think that's probably what I love most about this movie was that it it gave you sort of a, a glimpse into um, what that sort of like religion and science, that relationship is in a way, because you're talking about like human spirit. You're talking about what makes us uniquely distinct amongst other beings and other races and other potential beings within a universe and you know when it comes down to it there's something um there's something precious about being human and like our ability to choose free will and and resist um and and keep hope alive in in the face of insurmountable odds i think it kind of puts in perspective why earth is targeted so much by villains because it stands alone as a sort of uh in a cosmic sense, it stands alone as sort of a um, a libertarian sort of anarch anarchist. Yeah, because every other every other planet or galaxy has so many issues with power and control. Yeah, and it's the ability to where each person on Earth can essentially think for themselves. Yeah, if you go back to if you go back to um, the first Avengers movie. At the very end, um, the little dude that's talking to Thanos is like, they're a bunch of unruly wretches, right? And to court them is to court death, right? They're not as weak as we supposed. 
the key word in there is unruly. Um, saying, he, as, he, saying as they don't just immediately listen to you no. and, and, and become your bitch. Basically. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Our, it's in our nature to rebel a little bit, you know? And so I'm fascinated by geopolitics in the MCU and in a more not meta sense because it's not meta it's just more of an expanded sense if you wanted to scale that up to a cosmic sense i'm interested in interplanetary and galactic politics it's very interesting star wars gets into this a lot star trek oh i would love to get a a major in theoretical g uh theoretical galactic politics in the marvel universe Theoretical galactic, uh, theoretical galactic politics in Marvel, Star Wars, and uh, and uh, uh, Star Trek. Just like interplanetary politics is fucking fascinating. Can we do a live segment where we go to a college campus and meet with the dean and try and pitch this class idea? Because that would be hilarious. Yeah. It'd be, it'd be fun. It'd, it'd be fun. I would take that think, class. Do you think it would work? I would 100% take that class. Theori- you, theoretical you, politics. <laughs> theoretical politics. You could probably teach like theoretical political philosophy. Yeah. Like, uh, you could. Like, you could do that. Like, like I know that I took like a social political philosophy in, in college and uh, we used, it's funny, we used Shakespeare um, and Marlowe to, to go over some of the uh, elements of social political philosophy that are sort of deeply entrenched in those stories like the Merchant of Venice, uh, and um, uh, some of these other stories that are just very, very, uh, very intrinsic to our history of Western civilization. It's, it's fascinating. Um, but yeah, you kind of get a little bit of that nerdy sort of like, uh, at least I do, and I I get off on it, man. Like I, I could just I could just see you having a class segment and be like comparisons of the u.s american government to the uh, zandarian government well you know it's interesting so you know you're saying that and you're and you're throwing it out there is like yeah like it's almost the same. when i was a freshman order. when i was a freshman there was a class uh that was called um composition rhetoric of the american superhero and it was basically uh an english class that was taught at unt and it was about iron man and like how politics is being reflected in these movies. It absolutely is. I mean, Every single movie. I mean, that's one of the reasons that I think that Civil, like Captain America Civil War is the best Marvel movie ever made. I love Endgame and everything like that, but as I far as Civil like War. a movie and like a storyline and like some real stakes. Um, some real stakes for sure. They actually have to contemplate what their purpose is. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's and, a classic dichotomy. I, as much as I hate to say it, I agree with Iron Man. It's, it, see, and I'm, and I'm, but you're with Cap. I'm Cap. Like, because, I'm because, deontology I mean, to the to the max, bro. You, you, you think about everything that's happened that you don't see in the film, and that's, that's why I like that they, that they attack it. And the, and the, the scope of the, the, the issue in the comics is so much bigger, and it's so much, even Wolverine, um, in the comics, he's involved, but it's he, so deep. It's so deep. He doesn't trust anybody, so he exactly. just kind of goes off on his own, does his own exactly. thing. And I fucking love it. Yeah. Like you've got all these characters that have to make these really tough decisions. Like Spider-Man gets roped into it, but then he now he's like kind of jaded, you know, based off of like Tony's uh, like Tony's insecurities and his sort of you know insane thoughts and stuff like that. And you've got this classic um, dichotomy and intersection of utilitarianism, which is the greatest good for the greatest number and deontology which is sort of like what do i think is the right thing to do and that's going to guide my actions i like that so you got that 
that with Cap, and then you've got the utilitarianism with Tony Stark. And what you're getting in Eternals, to bring it back, is you've got this sort of like religious history and scientific history. Um, in a way, if you wanted to like take it to its extreme, it's sort of like Ancient Aliens, which is a bullshit, <laughs> just ridiculous show. Uh, if you haven't seen a YouTube, there's a YouTube video of like uh, the his the history according to Ancient Aliens in that show. It's it's hilarious. This guy goes back and he's like, basically anything anything that you could attribute to um, religion or science, just replace it with aliens. 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 Des catch. Des catch. Aliens. I like it. Right. Like literally yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, and it's a ridiculous notion. But this movie, because it's located in the MCU because it takes place in this universe you can do that and you already have a story you already have it set up to sort of like flesh that out in a bit more of a direct and uh, uh, congruent way mm -hmm. so props to uh, the director and the producers uh, over there at Marvel Studios this movie was really good it was, it was. really well done much better than I thought it was going to be um, and that's why I went in with low expectations. Um, I thought they did a fantastic job. I think they could have made it a little bit longer, but if they'd have made it a little bit longer, I think most people would have gotten lost. I agree. I mean, I, I think that it's also because we're giant Marvel nerds that yeah. we were like, give me more. But that, I think that sums it up perfectly. I mean, I couldn't have said it better. I, I think that that's just something that Marvel needed. Um, not because they were having trouble in any way, but I think it just was a good way to be like, hey, um, this is what's happening in a universal spectrum yeah you've got to set the worldly spectrum you've got to set the stage for we're, the yeah, next we're done with saving the world next that's, phase that, that's done that's done phase four phase five phase six we're getting deep we're getting yeah. into the shit that stanley <clears throat> wanted to get into yeah and i think if he was alive right now he would be stoked yeah stoked he'd love it now speaking of movies that we had low expectations for um the most highly anticipated movie of the year we got we got tickets opening night. It was a nightmare. The whole site crashed. We got them at like 1 a.m. And I had to go to work the next day. And I was dead. But it was so fucking worth it. Because we are seeing Spider-Man on the 16th. Yes, we are. And Stanley's, I'm not going to lie. One I of am, Stanley's greatest creations. Yeah. If I, not the greatest. I'm not going to lie. I am very happy that we live in a time where you just get your seat. Because <clears> imagine <throat> going to... Remember back in the day when you had to go sit in the theater for like four hours? have any chance of getting a seat to go to see any movie and it was always at midnight i do remember having to wait in a very long line and everyone was sitting down eating popcorn hating their lives well, there I was remember, no cell phones like that i remember when uh avengers uh infinity war came out we went opening night but we went to go see it at the bullock museum imax here in austin was there a line that wasn't assigned seating then no it oh, was wow. it was it was a line and we waited till midnight and it was worth it I mean, worth every I am happy minute. because I get to. That was the last time I think I remember. Say I it again. Seven forty-five. So at least you know I get to get home. Yeah, get to get home, you know, take a shower, about change your underwear, I just watched, and then still be asleep. At <laughs> Wait, get home. What are you time. doing? Are you? Oh, that's right. You work in an office. I forget. I'm old. Yeah, I'm old, and I, I like to be asleep. Yeah, take your nap. <laughs> but I'm just happy that like nowadays I can just get my tickets, know exactly where I'm sitting, and the movie's at seven forty-five. I mean, it doesn't get much better than that. Let's be honest. Now that work, that whole day of work, I'm not doing a damn thing. All I want to care about is this movie. This movie is going to, I think this movie is going to absolutely shatter box office records. 
I do you, I think so this Jake, movie is going to Jake save is this movie is going to save the move the cinema industry. I think I so think my buddy Jake who's going to be on the round table is a, 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 like 1% skeptical. He's worried that it might it, he's like it, Mason it could be bad. I don't think it's going to be bad. But it's still kind of scary. Did he give you a reason? He hates Venom's character and how Venom is portrayed. So he's his entire But he's also So saying, Jake's entire we, premise well, we, oh, is based on, on, on Venom. Let me finish my thought. He's skeptical for a reason of like I hate he's like I don't want to be so hyped for this movie and then it come out and it kind of be like not amazing and then he'd be like wow why did I wait an entire year of being so fucking excited for this? it's just normal skepticism I believe but he does not like Venom I will say that I, I and personally I don't think Venom is going to be in the movie until the, uh, until the after credit scene I don't think Venom is going to be a big part of this movie personally I think it's going to be setting up something for a Sony movie I think there's a huge flaw in his logic that's fine. Well, you can you can, you can talk to him about it at the round table. I can't wait. I will. And I'm gonna I'm gonna probe. I hope you do. I'm gonna stick it up there. I hope you do. I'm gonna nickpick him to death. <laughs> I think it's gonna be amazing. I cannot wait to see Toby and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland together. <laughs> I can't wait. My nipples are hard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. So I feel he, like a lightning bolt. That whole just week, hit I'm the tip of my penis. <laughs> A little bit of pee came out. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, dude, we get... So I'm going to watch all the movies throughout the week until Thursday. Yeah, we should just do like a Spider-Man, like a nightly Spider-Man marathon. Should we, should we throw on the cameras and, and, and like essentially live tweet it? <laughs> we could live stream. Yeah. Um, what? Well, you want to live stream us watching Spider-Man? Like the old ones. More of a commentary. Yeah, we could do that. The Tobey Maguire ones. We do. We have to follow through on it though. Like Spider-Man three. We're really bad at following through on stuff right now. So the Spider-Man one would. Spider-Man three would have to be just a giant bit, like when he's walking down the street and dancing and shit. That's like my favorite oh my scene God. for Spider-Man. That, 3. I, it's my worst. It's my least favorite. I love it. I absolutely love it. It's hilarious. It's awful. <laughs> it's terrible. It's so bad. It's funny. Um, yeah, I that mean, movie. Dude, he really they... embodied himself too. Because I've heard Tobey Maguire's a real asshole. Yeah. Um, so for our, our next segment here, um, we're going to talk a little bit about Tobey Maguire and who else is an asshole that is an actor or actress. Um, this is an interesting thing to me because uh, like obviously like I'm interested in human beings. Um, they're awful, but they're also very awesome. Um, it's very like uh, human beings. You're kind of got, you got a mixed bag of what you know what you can expect from people and it, i think it's yeah. interesting when you have people that are public figures and you get to see who they really are it warms my heart to hear when a celebrity is nice yeah we'll like, get into that is that kind of fucked up we'll get into that no yeah, i like, love I it i care if someone's nice or not we'll get into that pop culture man pop culture is wild um what is this what a day we live in <laughs> um like why do i care if someone else is nice who lives two thousand <laughs> miles away from me so here's well, we want to believe that we want to believe, right? And this that is who they're portraying is who they exactly, really, yeah. and that's why actors are paid millions. What and they're millions paid of dollars, yes, because they the can figures. make you believe that they are the person that they portray on screen. Sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're not, but a lot of times they are. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, 
uh, Tom Hanks. You're talking about nice people? We're talking about people that are just really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. At doing what they do. Yeah. Um, phenomenal at their craft. I mean, you're talking about the best of the best. But then you got people like Tobey Maguire hasn't been in uh, any really... I mean, I can't think of any really just major movies that he's been in recently. Uh, he made a little scene in Tropic Thunder. Don't ever forget that. MTV's Best Kiss Award, Tobey Maguire. That's true. He did and do he, that, uh, and that was, was hilarious. In Satan's Alley. Satan's Alley. <laughs> I've been a bad, bad boy, Vazer. <laughs> I just love how they said MTV's best kiss, Toby McGuire. <laughs> when to be loved, when to love, is to be condemned. Dude, I will, I will, until the day of my fucking existence ends, I will Whoa. love Tropic Thunder forever. Tropic Thunder is one of the funniest, oh, most God. underrated movies I've ever seen, and all four of those previews. Oh yeah, movies, they they caught me by surprise when they did Booty Juice. At the booty very, sweat. Put, uh, booty sweat. At the very beginning, I was I my mom and I were there and we were seeing it together and I thought it was real and she did too and she was like, they can't show that. <laughs> are you talking? Are you like, telling me you'd walk in a gas station and you get a Al Pacino's booty sweat Al Pacino's and bust a nut booty bar sweat. <laughs> and bust a nut bar? <laughs> oh man! And you remember that the the line in uh, somebody left the fridge open. Who would have known that we would have done this four more times? <laughs> Scorcher. Scorcher 2. <laughs> when he has both babies. He's yeah, he's, he's got two, like, cold. two AR-15s. He's like, who, who left, left the, the fridge open? open? <laughs> or whenever Jack Black is talking about how he's like, dude, my farts make fucking music. <laughs> I will see anything Jack Black is in. Uh, by, by the uh, way. I love Jack Black. We're talking about what a great mean human. people. Jack Black is an amazing person. He is. He's a he is. genuine human being. I'm gonna put him on the list here. Um, but let's let, let's dive in real quick. Yes. Yeah. Um, on the on the list of dickheads, to uh, the as much as I hate to say it, Robert Downey Jr. is an asshole. I took a class with a teacher who used to work for NBC, and she told me that one time they had Robert Downey Jr. on, and this was before Iron Man. So well, before Iron, you know, this is when he was coked out. Yeah, he was on he drugs. Was a, he was an asshole. Well, all people who are really on drugs that are hooked on They're him are fucking assholes. Yeah. So like, so I, I, don't I don't know blame. how he is now, but he was apparently, and I'm gonna quote her, it was insufferable. Well, he's got a really good. He's got a really good interview with a guy from I think British Television. I think Channel Four. They they were the ones that fucked up the Jordan Peterson Peterson interview. Oh, okay. They're the same network had two people one of them fucked up with jordan peterson and tried to corner him and like get him to say something uh tried to like you know tried to sort of underhandedly screw with him and they tried to do the same thing different reporter with uh, a different journalist with robert downey jr channel four news uh in it's got like a purple logo or something like that yeah. in in england in uk yeah and uh the dude was like trying to get Robert Downey Jr. to talk about his past with drugs. He wouldn't do it. And Robert Downey Jr. was like, what about it? Yeah, he's like, that's not me anymore. He's I don't like, know he's why like, you're bringing that up. So what, like, don't you think that it has something to do with the redemption, the redemptive nature of the Iron Man character? And he's like, no, because Iron Man is not a real person. So, no. Yeah, that's... Ridiculous. Do you want to talk about drugs, me, or do you is, want to talk about the movie? To me, he is portraying that, though. 
a, a lot of times I as think Iron it Man. I allows, it. it certainly... It helped with his psyche for sure. You don't need to ask the man the question about a very dark period of history like in his he personal lived past. He lived that. To understand why he could relate to the but character of Iron Man. But that's the problem with the American media. All they want to hear about is the bad... Did you saw, I, but he's from the UK. Did you, no, but did you, did you see that they did a whole interview with um, Alec Baldwin... Oh yeah, they're gonna. Air, looks, did they air it oh, already? No, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's airing tonight. But it looks the sixty minutes interview, right? It, yeah, or something like that, or PBS NewsHour. It looks painful because you just see a pic, and, and the clip is showing him like breaking down crying. He's an actor. Like, why are we doing that in the first place? Well, the fact that he said that he didn't pull the trigger is that's a whole different thing. I'm talking about the American, the American media all over the place. It's like, why do we have to do that? Like, I get it, Alec Baldwin, public figure actor rich as hell whatever but i don't think he needs to be doing this kind of interview i don't think that's fair to him either he's it's just just happened i don't think it's the right pr move it's not the right PR at all like at all it's not wise especially I think it's because a dumb it idea. was such an accident it that, makes like, him look more guilty to me to me it does too yeah it well it's it, not guilty but bad suspicious more, but more it's bad. sus it, yeah it's sus i just don't like it I it is like very it. weird um so i assume that alec baldwin um Actually, I don't know how he is behind the scenes. I've heard he's a great guy. I, I'm, I have no doubt. I, I kind of assumed that he was. Um, he seems like a nice person. Um, and he seems down to earth a little bit. Mm, but whatever. Uh, he's an actor. So He's funny. Who else is an asshole? We actually looked up um, and have some verifications of, of uh, these uh, actors and actresses uh, on occasion being total assholes to the people around them also i have uh watched some tiktoks of servers that work in la that have done ratings of celebrities that they've served that is an interesting you know if i was a server in la i'd do a podcast on that be like yeah, here's yeah. what here's why <laughs> they would never come to they'll a restaurant like, they'll like they'll like do like a one through ten and she'll explain why and there's there's a few that do it i'll just i'll have to put you on those tiktoks they're really good and it's like you're just like whoa interesting so, okay, so here's what we got. This is the list. So, these are the assholes that we know of. Anna Kendrick, apparently. Bitch. Um, total, total bitch. Total mean person. Chevy Chase, notoriously difficult to work with. Mason and I, we have, uh, we have uh, first-hand knowledge of this because of uh, one of our idols and, and heroes in the uh, radio industry. Um, Dan McDowell. Dan McDowell doing an interview with Chevy Chase. And um, Mr. Chase just did not cooperate um and was very uh on edge i think you could hear uh, in his voice but apparently on set he's very demanding very impatient um and will literally look to find a reason to not like you that's annoying it's sad because he's a brilliant actor yeah and he plays such endearing roles uh like in griswold mm -hmm. the griswold family and the family christmas and family vacation and all that so um sad but true um christian bale um i almost put an asterisk next to, next to his name but i instead i did it for tom cruise and i'll get to that one later but I have an uh, argument for you on that, christian I bale know. is uh i have an argument on you for that by the way you have an argument on that okay well i'll, I'll wait to hear it i can't wait okay so christian bale um kind of a dick uh katherine hagel um apparently she's just really really mean uh to a lot of people and everybody around her um thought she was great in uh knocked up 
Um, but uh, yeah, and I haven't really seen her around in a long time for anything. Uh, Lindsay Lohan, um, Helen DeGeneres. Oh, that whole thing. Oh yeah, that was bad. Woof. That was bad. Yikes, dude. Like, jeez. I was the last person I expected to be a Same. an asshole. Yeah, I agree. Um, They're stupid. She just seems like such a nice person. Mm-hmm. She's very good at at playing it off, but it, and she would do it like on on the show. Apparently, Apparently, like yeah, like, I, like backstage, backstage and on the show, on set, off set. Everything. For those that don't know, she was just like an absolute ass to everybody around her that she worked with. Yeah, we'll let you guys draw your own conclusions, but it's pretty apparent. Um, and she 100 percent um, got shut down. Uh, Brie Larson. Uh, speaking of the MCU, oh, no. people do not like her. She's. Um, Why do I kind of get that vibe though? By the way, she plays Captain Marvel. I think she's great at Captain Marvel. I just don't like Captain Marvel. I think she's a great Captain Marvel. I think she's a fantastic actress. Yeah, but, she, she um, does it well. I she just rubs like her. her cast members the wrong way. There's a really interesting interview with her, uh, Don Cheadle, and uh, uh, who's the guy that plays Thor? Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Chris Hemsworth. Uh, really interesting interview with the three of them you could watch uh, where you can kind of see them sort of jawing back and forth. Um, but yeah, she's difficult to work with uh, and not fun. Uh, and then Joel McHill. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. If you watch Community, he's you watch Community, yeah. he's he kind of plays an asshole, and it apparently is one. Um, but you know, whatever. I mean, do what you got to do. I guess if you're gonna be that kind of person, don't come into my restaurant if I'm serving food. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, and to do the Marvel uh, tie-in, I don't want any of these people to play anybody in the Marvel universe. Yeah, that'd be cool Christian if they didn't. Except for Christian Bale. That'd be cool if they didn't. Christian Bale. Um. Let's see. Um, here's what I've got asterisks next to. Blake Lively. Um, I guess, according to your fiance, had a famous spat with uh, Anna Kendrick. Um, was that in direct response to Anna Kendrick just being a giant bitch? That was what I was like. I don't know enough about the situation to really put her on the list of... I don't know about you, but I'm not fucking with, uh, I'm not fucking with her. She's like married she's to a- Ryan Reynolds, and Ryan Reynolds is a super, seemingly super down-to-earth nice yeah. guy. Um, and their relationship is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I kind of like it. So I'm hesitant to put her on the list. Uh, Tom Cruise. Um, this is the argument that you wanted to... Yeah. This is the hill you want to die well, on. Tell me why you have an asterisk next to his name. Here's why I have an asterisk next to his name. So Tom Cruise uh, had a rant about I don't know, a year ago when we were in lockdown and we were in the pandemic. He was trying... He was shooting... Uh, on set for Mission Impossible, Mission Impossible Five, and people weren't following, and people weren't protocol, following right? protocol um, that was set by the studios and uh, apparently like standard in the movie industry. Um, and I think Tom Cruise correctly points out that um, you know people's lives and livelihoods are at stake um, when you're not adhering to these protocols. And it very, very upset a famous tirade um, on one of the set crew members uh, for not wearing a mask um, while he was speaking to someone, I think, behind camera. Um, And uh, while that may have been an irrational response by Tom, it doesn't negate the point. So it's how he did it, not great. But why he did it? understandable and i think stalwart i think it's fine i think it was an honorable i think it was it was it was a he was right um like you're talking about people who 
literally survive on the money that they make doing these jobs in the film industry. Um, and it's an economy that I'm not all too familiar with, but uh, he's not he's not wrong. And they have loved ones. They have ones that they, people they care about. And, uh, you know, he's trying to get this thing wrapped up. He's trying to do this all in a very difficult circumstance in a pandemic. Mm-hmm. And uh, throwing a lot of money, a lot of time behind this, making sure that people stayed employed at a time when uh, people were losing jobs left and right, including myself. Right. So I, I kind of uh, admired him for it. So what's so so that was one instance, right? But but you say that he takes his job very seriously, right? Cool. He really immerses into the characters that he plays, right? But I could argue with you and say that Jim Carrey puts even more into the roles he plays. He literally embodies the characters that he plays. Man on the Moon being when he played um, that practical Joker and like literally embodied that character. I wouldn't argue that. And he has never been. You know, I wouldn't argue that to be an asshole. I wouldn't argue that at all. So you know what I mean? So it's like it's like sure you could take your job seriously, but now that instance where he got upset with the cast, completely understandable. I think how he did it was un. I think how he did it was unreasonable. Right, of course. But why he didn't wasn't. No, I agree with that. So that's why I have an asterisk next to his name. Right, but is he an asshole all the time? Well, he is a member of Scientology. Yes, yes, and Jim Carrey. And that's a fucked up cult. (laughs) And so is Jim Jim Carrey. Just kind of. I think Jim Carrey thinks but, his own things and just kind of like rolls with it. But I also think that 90% Wait, of is Jim Carrey is in Scientology? Bit. No, I think he's just doing a bit, man. I think his entire life is a bit and he just fucks with everybody. And it's hilarious. Hmm. Have you seen interviews? He's fucking weird. Oh, his, his inco- but I think in- it's a bit. I'm he, telling you. He, did some, he probably did some ayahuasca or some shrooms or something like that one day. And had this uh, come to Jesus awakening moment. And decided to go on this incoherent tirade on we are one and you are me and I am you and we wear a mask and all this stuff. I'm like, you, you just, you're just, you're just. It's a bit. You're I'm in, telling you right now. You're getting philosophical. Okay, f- have fun with that. Like, it's cool. It's theoretical. It's all like all that stuff and thing. Like, there's nothing practical for what he was saying. There's nothing no, practical behind but it. It's a bit. And it's not very pragmatic. It's, it's just sort of all wild, sort of like what if or like uh, it could be or like you know that's possible. And that's cool, but. What am I going to do with that? Nothing. That's why it's a bit. Well, for people that are just waking up or just like uh, kind of exploring that that realm of reality, that's exciting. And I get that. And it's clickbait. Same thing with Russell Brand. He did the same thing yeah. at one point. But then he came back around and he became, he's very well-spoken, very articulate, um, and has some very nuanced ideas on politics, things like that. I can appreciate. I haven't heard that from Jim Carrey. But I'm assuming he is a nice guy. Oh, I've heard nothing but great things. Yeah. I mean, um, of shit, but hey, throw him in the MCU. Oh, yeah. I'd do it. I'd awesome. throw him in. Uh, Jim Carrey. So there's like three actors that I will go see everything they're in. Jim Carrey, Jack Black, and Danny DeVito. Fair. Fair enough. Throw all three of them. And what if they made Jack Black Modoc? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I that would be awesome. That. I mean, Danny DeVito as Modoc would also be awesome. Danny DeVito has one role in the MCU. Or he could play Puck. No, 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 no. Who's like a, he's a member he's of the... Be uh, the Mole Man. Mole Man. That is Danny DeVito. <laughs> Let's be honest here. Okay, yeah. The uh, Mole Man. I still think Puck would be really funny, though. That would be funny. I think uh, Modoc would be hilarious, too. <laughs> Alpha Flight. <laughs> but like he plays Frank. Yeah. <laughs> Mantis. Uh... Charlie Sheen, questionable, asterisk, because Charlie Sheen... He just does a lot of cocaine. I love that man. I do too. He's such a rebel. He's such a renegade. He's such an idiot. 
and I love him. Like endless entertainment in 2012. I him in a like long time. no. Because he went to rehab and everything like that and got it all sorted out. And now he's not funny. And now, now there's... No, yeah, now he's not fun anymore. Uh, Michael Jordan. Um, Michael Jordan owns an NBA franchise and is the greatest basketball player of all time. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And he also single-handedly took uh, like one of the highest paid rookies' entire salary in like a sitting of poker. Yeah. Just ruined him financially. I got a fun story for you. We were watching... My fiance and I watched Which Space Which is hilarious. Jam. And right in the middle of Space Jam, she looks at me and goes, "When did Michael Jordan die again?" Jesus Christ! And I, I had to read, I didn't register, and I just kind of looked at her like, <laughs> "What?" And she goes, "When did he die?" Did your mom like, ever tell you that? Wait, go ahead and say. And I'm I sorry. just kind of looked at her and was like, "He's very much alive, and he's doing just fine." I don't, doing very well. She goes, "Well, I haven't heard from him in a while." I was like, "What? Are you expecting a text?" Like. <laughs> Hey, would you, would you I'm say, alive. Because uh, he doesn't tweet. <laughs> he's yeah, not alive. He's not on social media. He's dead. So if I don't send a tweet for a day, am I going to get like a missing persons report? Is that how she's... <laughs> it was so <laughs> funny. I just looked at her and I just said, he's he's very much alive. <laughs> he owns an NBA franchise. Live and kicking. <laughs> um, that was great. But what did my mom not tell me? Oh, did your mom ever tell you that people were dead when you were growing up, but they weren't? Uh, if, if, it, if it was, it was by accident. Like she didn't, she, she, she was, didn't purposefully do that. She wouldn't know. She'd be like, I think he passed away. And then, you know, uh, confirming on Google would settle it there. But no, she wouldn't just look at me and be like, yeah, Charlie, she died of cocaine. So don't ever do that. Like my mom did both. She accidentally told me people were dead. Like, uh, she told me one time that, uh, Kel from Kenan and Kel was dead. He's not. No, he just isn't. He's just not acting. <laughs> um, well, he did. He did. Uh, yeah, know, he was the invisible boy in uh, uh, Mystery Men. But other than that, uh, not dead. She told me Axel Rose was dead. Isn't that fucked up? Really? Yeah. Axel Rose. Yeah. I feel like that'd be a something known if that happened. It's just like this is a weird person to say. This why way. would you tell me that? Yeah, it weird. fucked with me for a while, man. I didn't trust anything she said. <laughs> like. I depend on her. Like, I was like, oh. <laughs> he's not dead. I look like an idiot in front of all my friends when I went and told them. They were like, he's not dead. And, and they did that, you know, they did that thing when, like, uh, just, like, utter disgust. People squint their eyes and are like, you idiot, he's not dead. Like, what's, like, what's uh, wrong with you, you disgusting piece of shit? Go die on the street. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when people do that. But that's the look my friends gave me when I told them. And, and I was like, I was like, I have no one to blame but my mom. I mean, I guess I could have Googled it, but, like, I was in, like, eighth grade. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was I supposed to know? I got a question for you. So, you were t- we just talked about Christian Bale, right? Yeah. There's a movie coming out. There's a movie? There's a TV show. What? Vampires. Morbius. It's a movie. Yeah, that's a movie, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you think we see Blade? Oh, uh, I'm transitioning back into Marvel for, for a second. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, this is something we haven't gotten into, though. Yeah. In credit scenes of Eternals. Yes. You get two cameos. Um, you know who that was? First was one. Talking behind yeah. the blade, right? Yeah. That Herschel was Ali. Mahershala fucking Ali. Yeah. That was Blade. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> that was Blade. By the way, the Blade movies hold up. When we watched them. Oh, they're great. They're so fun. They're awesome. They're fantastic. I love Blade movies. They're so good. Marshall um, Ali is going to be Ali. so good. Uh, I think you're going to get a Midnight Suns. Like, you're going to get Moon Knight. You're going to get Marshall Ali. That was Moon Knight. No. 
No, that was the that oh, was the that Black was, Knight. That was Black Knight. Yeah, my bad. Right, the Ebony Blade. Yeah, which um, which was awesome. Which is also uh, symbiotic. It's a symbiote. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So I think we're gonna get Null at some point. Who's Null's like the? If you know who Null is, he's the king of uh, symbiotes. But whatever. When does Morbius? Morbius comes out in like February, right? Um, I don't know. When I Blade, think it's gonna be cool. Morbius. I hope it's good. I do too. Um, I don't think we're gonna get Blade and Morbius because Morbius is Sony. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, is it, is it Sony? It's Sony yeah. to produce it. Yeah. We'll so see. we're gonna have to. We'll see. We're gonna have to hold off on that. We'll see. Um, but apparently, Mahershala Ali is like really excited. He's been tweeting more about it recently. Not him specifically, but like Blade. A bunch of Blade rumors have been coming in. So it sounds like we're finally getting the ball rolling on Blade. Hell yeah! They announced that shit like four years ago. I'm so excited for Blade. It's gonna Me be too. awesome. It's gonna, it's gonna, be, gonna be dope. Yeah, it's gonna be sweet. Uh, Harry Styles as Eros, who is. Thanos' uh, younger brother. Um, Harry Styles is playing a character who is... Um, basically, his superpower uh, is akin to what Thanos is. He's very fast, um, very strong. He can fly. He can live in space. But what, he, what differs for him is that in the comics, Eros is an absolute uh, nymphomaniac. Literally sleeps with everything. Nice. Yeah. So, or do you think that? And he has a fair. He releases pheromones that seduce everyone around him. So it's obvious that Harry Styles had to play him. Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Like, that's good. Sex appeal. He's hot right now, right? <laughs> so I, hot right I, I now. I think he's going to be a very important part of the MCU, actually. Yeah, he's a bit duplicitous as a character. Do we see Eros. death? Do we see Lady Death? Um, I don't think we've. I don't think we see her personified. I don't think so either. Um, I, I would I, love to. I don't really know why. It might be just because it's like super dark. In Marvel, they do. So in Marvel, they, they it's, teased it, didn't they? Um, no. What they did in the first Avengers at the very end in the end credit scene was uh, they said to court these uh, to to challenge the humans is to court death. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And Thanos, of course, wants to annihilate half the life in the universe because he's and a nihilist. He's in love with Lady Death. And he's in, he's in love with the idea of eliminating half the life in the universe because he's a nihilist. He's nihilistic, yeah. which is the worst fucking philosophy, and it's like, I fucking hate it. Um, but it's interesting because it's funny to watch people think that it's good. Uh, it's true. Yeah. It's funny to watch them fail. Uh, <laughs> um, don't know what that says about me. But, uh, yeah, like, um, in Marvel, um, the cosmic entities, eternity, uh, justice, uh, space time uh the universe um everything uh chaos right all these sort of abstract things that we think of they have an actual embodied uh persona in marvel so death life nature um reality reality right these are all like uh abstract notions to us in real life but in marvel they have physical entity representatives. Um, and I would love to see some of those in Marvel. Um, you kind of got that with uh, Dor Dormammu in the Dark Dimension. Um, although he is not the Dark Dimension, it is like his home base, right? Um, and I think that you could do something like that um, sort of graphics-wise or Talk like visual effects-wise. Keanu Reeves character. Uh, I think Dorm Keanu Reeves Marvel. would make an no. Keanu Reeves would make an awesome one above all, which is basically like oh, Marvel yeah. God. Oh yeah. 
Uh, and then there's the one below all, which yeah. I think would be interesting too. Yeah. But um, that would be interesting. I don't know if we'll ever see those characters, dude. Um, I mean, they'll find a way. I'd love to see Keanu Reeves as Doctor Doom. Oh, that would be sick. That'd be dope. He would be a great Doctor Doom, because Doctor Doom is notoriously not super vocal and, and outgoing. Oh no, he's vocal. He's outgoing. He's, outgoing. Outgoing. He cares about his people, yeah. and he's very like. Uh, vocal wasn't the right word. It was more outgoing, and Keanu Reeves can play a very good not outgoing person. Yeah, he's a complex character, yeah, and I think I think complex, Keanu Reeves could do word, yeah. Keanu Reeves could do a good job portraying that. Um, but anyway, so I think that uh, at the end of the day, uh, that like those cameos at the very end of uh, Eternals are gonna are gonna make a big big impact on the, the MCU going forward, just because of like arrows showing up, yep. and then of course like Blade. Yep. Uh, you it's know, gonna be a bunch of things that that we didn't know as a society existed until they show up, and then it's mm. gonna be like, oh shit! It's definitely taking Marvel in a different direction for sure. It's not gonna be the same same song uh, that we got last time. Well, next week we have a, I, I want to call it a Spider-Man preview show um, because obviously this is the most anticipated movie of the year, uh, without a doubt. And um, Jake will be in town that week. Might have him on to record. Not sure yet if he's going to be down or not for the before and after, but I'm assuming he will be. Um, and I think we're just going to kind of powwow what we expect, really dive into Spider-Man, and kind of throw some, I don't know, throw some ideas out there as to what we think is going to happen. And then whoever's the closest, we'll put a little gentleman's bet on it. That sounds like fun, right? Could do that. I think it's going to be a great time. You could do that. Um, switching into our last segment here. Yeah. Um, Let's dive in. Nicest actors. Here's the list. Robin Williams. Ugh. Paul Rudd. Jim Carrey. Nelly. Jamie Foxx. Adam Sandler. Kim Kardashian. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Burt Kreischer. Chris, oh, yeah. Kristen Wiig. Keanu Reeves and Jack Black. I would love to see all of them dive in at some point, but obviously we've gotten a few of them. Now is the time for our uh, cameo special here. Yes. Uh, we're going to do a new segment called What If. What If. Uh, um, what if Robin Williams is still alive? Would he have a place in the MCU? And who would he play? I think he would have been an excellent ego. As well as, and, and as much as I love, um, oh my god, why is his name escaping? Kurt Russell, and I think Kurt Russell fucking killed it. I think he would have been a really cool um, ego, because I think that Robin Williams could play a really good, like, fucked up mind version of somebody. Like, constantly fighting with himself. You know what I mean? Mm. For power. Which, Kurt Russell still did. I'm not taking anything away from Kurt Russell. But I think that'd be a cool character for him to dive into. Mm. I think that'd be fun. Um, I know that. So, I know that Patton Oswalt voices Pip the Troll uh, at the very end of Eternals. I think that Robin Williams Pip would have been be a yeah. great Pip the Troll. Yeah, he would have. He would have. He would have made that character pop yeah. even more. Yeah. Um, and Pip I think he would have really, really would have been uh, a solid addition 
to the MCU cast. Cool. Like, Robin Williams could crush Pip the Troll. Like, it'd be, it'd be great. Oh, with his voice acting alone. Yeah. Um, I could even see him doing maybe a voice for, like, a CGI character. Yeah. If you wanted to CGI somebody, like, uh, uh, I thought Toad for the X-Men would be really cool. Um, that would be tight. Like, he's like a Magneto pawn. Yeah. Um, in the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants, I think he'd be, like, a great, like, if you wanted to make Toad CGI, um, he'd have been an awesome Toad. Yeah. I agree. Uh, so, plenty of plenty of opportunities, I think, would have been there for him. Um, I mean, hell, even doing, like, uh, sp- speaking of the uh, uh, cosmic entities and stuff like that, I think he'd have been a great living tribunal. Okay. I have no idea who that is. Living Tribunal is basically the the guy that decides like what the like he's like the justice system of the uh, universe. Okay. okay. That's what the Living Tribunal is. In the in in uh uh what's it called? Uh Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Uh Baron Mordo has the staff of the Living Tribunal. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um so like he's got he's basically in charge of like law and order in the universe and like if it's too out of balance he'll make a correction right yeah um what would be your what's the what's the what's your what's your uh, second guy sorry I, that took me a minute to fucking get that out I second guy what's second yeah. guy what's, who's next I'm curious I like doing this like, like for Robin Williams no no just the next actor oh the next actor I'm trying to I'm trying to dive into another one uh Kind of already talked about Keanu Reeves. So we did also uh, talk about Jack Black. And Jack Black. Um, no, what, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah we said so he'd be yeah, a great Modoc. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I also think Jack Black would be. Oh well, yeah. Jack Black would be a really great puck. Yeah, that'd oh, be a really great cameo as puck. Funny. Alpha like, Flight's like the Canadian version of the Avengers, and yeah. they have this little dude that's named Puck, and uh, he's just kind of like this little like stocky, short, dwarf-looking guy. And uh, I don't know because of Jack Black's uh, little Lord of the Rings thing that he did. Back yeah. in the, I always picture him as like a little Hobbit dude, so I think he'd be perfect for that. That would be awesome. Uh, let's see, uh, Ashton Kutcher, Mr. Fantastic. Really, Reed Richards? No, I'm kidding. I'm just, I'm just thinking of if you could put him and Mila in a movie, but I feel like you got to have John Krasinski and Emily Blunt for those two. I feel like he'd make a good like uh, a good pyro, um, or maybe avalanche. I'd want to see him being being a villain. Yeah, I'd like yeah. seeing him be a bad guy. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. You know who I think should be the Human Torch in Fantastic Four? Yes. Taron Egerton. Taron Egerton. He would be awesome. He'd be really good at it. Yeah. He'd be really good at it. I could also see him being Cyclops though. Oh, absolutely. 100% he could be Cyclops. He'd be a great Cyclops. He'd be an awesome Cyclops. Doesn't Cyclops even have an accent? Like a British accent? No. For some reason, I thought he did. No, he's a good old American boy. And but Cyclops is badass in the comics. He gets a bad rap in the he MCU. Does. He, he or They in make the, him kind of look like a bitch. In the Fox yeah, they uh, make him look like a bitch. X-Men. Yeah, he's he's like a dope leader. Yeah. Like he's legit yeah. like a military tactician. on. I wouldn't say on par with Captain America, but definitely up there. Yeah. He's close. Oh, absolutely. Um, he's a brilliant, brilliant leader. Um, and very powerful. Like, yeah. those optic beams are fucking... They'll do a number on you. Yeah, no shit. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't want to fight him. Hell no. Um, but, I mean, what about... Let's throw, let's throw a, a female actress in there. 
Okay. I already said Emily Blunt, but I think Emily Blunt should be. Yeah, that'd be great. Emily Blunt should be. Um, Reed Richards' wife. Yes. Completely forgot her name. What are you thinking? Um, what about? This is tough. I'm trying to think of. I hate when I get put on the spot or put myself on the spot. And I forget names of actresses. <laughs> because um, we already got Kate Blanchett. And she was amazing. Mm -hmm. God, mm -hmm. she was amazing. Mm -hmm. As Hella. Oh. Mm -hmm. When I saw Hella, I was like, she's hot. <laughs> uh, Kate Blanchett's hot in a weird way. I think Joseph Gordon Levitt Ooh. would be. Um, he, he'd, be all, he'd be a good human torch, too. He'd be a good human torch. Um, I also think he'd be a decent Cyclops. Um, yeah. Maybe even Banshee or... Uh, I don't know. Um, if we're right on any of these, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. That'd be great. be amazing. <laughs> uh, I think that the kid that played the lifeguard um, in Stranger Things... I think his name is Billy. What do you, what do you think of him? Wolverine. Oh, like a, like, a, like a young Wolverine? Yes. That'd be kind of cool. You know what we should do? We should do a a bit where we uh, watch X-Men Origins Wolverine and just destroy it for, for two hours. <laughs> God, I hated that movie so <laughs> bad. We need to start doing like once a month, we just sit down and watch like... And so you remember the original Fantastic Four, right? And then the Silver Surfer. And then they came out with the other cast, Fantastic Four, which I famously like to call, with Jake's help, he, he, he calls it, so I kind of adopted it. He calls it Fant4Stick. Because <laughs> 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 they use the four as the A. Uh, the yeah. So he calls it Fant4Stick. Because <laughs> 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 it was so bad. It was terrible. But I think we should review that. Extra Origins Wolverine. Oh, you know what? Jason Gordon, Joseph Gordon-Levitt as uh, Silver Surfer. Oh, that'd be great. That'd be fucking dope. That'd be cool. I could see that. That'd be really cool. Uh, I'd like to see... Um, uh, oh, fuck. What's his name? Uh, shit. Oh, um, I think it'd be really cool to have uh, the guy that played the Cyclops in the... Fox X-Men. I think his name is... Oh, shit. I forget his name. Can you look it up? Who played who? Played who? who played Cyclops in the Fox X-Men? Which one? Back when I used to be handsome, um, people used to tell me I look like him. Um... Guy who played James Marsden? James Marsden. Marsden, yeah. I think he would I be... I love him. Look up the character Corsair in X-Men. He's a member of um, these, like, the space pirate gang. Yeah, he looks badass. I oh, my God, so that's cool. That's Cyclops' father. I think he'd be really good in that role. I love how they, like, mix pirates and superheroes. That's dope. Oh, yeah, dude. They're, if they bring in the Shi'ar Empire and they start bringing in, like, uh, look, up the, look, up the, look up the character Gladiator. He's blue. Well, he's purple. He's got blue hair. He's got a giant mohawk. Basically, he's like, in like invulnerable. Like you can't hurt him if he's like super confident. The only way you can hurt him is if he lowers confidence. Oh, I see him. Yeah. He's basically just like a giant walking ego. Yeah. <laughs> like he's just like pure ego, and he is badass. And he becomes like a leader of like the Shi'ar Empire because he's the. That's cool. He's like the 
leader of the uh, Shi'ar like Imperial Guard. Yeah. He is awesome. I want them to really go into depth with like uh, the X Men side of things because there's a lot of characters in there. Um, one, uh, one set, one like superhero group in particular. Um, is uh, it's got several several heroes on it. Let me tell me tell me what you think of this. Hold on a second. Let me pull it up. Okay, there is a team in Marvel Comics called the Annihilators. Okay. Okay. This team is comprised of the Silver Surfer. Ronan the Accuser. Oh, I've heard of this. You've told me about this before. Quasar. Yeah. Beta Ray Bill, which is essentially Thor. Yeah. And Gladiator. That would they would whoop some ass. That is the most. I swear to God, that's like in in Marvel Com the way that they were. They are like too powerful for the MCU. Yeah. You couldn't put all of them together. Yeah. It's not fair. Yeah. The the five of them are. Would the weakest one be Ronan the Accuser? I think Quasar. Quasar. Okay. Well. I don't know. I think it's Ronan. Probably Ronan. They also made Ronan kind of a bitch in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I mean, like, they kind of made him... Yeah. Eh. I do think that... Uh, I do think that... Uh, hold on a second. Uh, what's his name? Paste? Pa uh, Paste? Is that his name? Lee Pace. Okay. Played a great run in The Accuser. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lee yeah. Pace is a great actor. Yeah, I thought he was awesome. Uh, if nobody, if you ever seen Foundation, have you ever, have you watched that show? Foundation. Uh, I have not. I'm not. No. It's really good. It's really good. Um, it's a Isaac Asimov uh, novel or series of novels, uh, set like several thousand years in the future. Lee play Lee Pace plays a really great character called the uh, uh, Empire, which is like so basically it's like a. He's in. He plays like this emperor who keeps genetically cloning himself, over and over and over and over and over again to maintain power. And at any point in time, there's always three emperors. There's a uh, brother Day, brother Dawn, and something else like brother Dusk. Uh, it's crazy. It's a crazy show. It's really fun. Um, but like, I think they've got some of the pieces right now. Um, if they if they they're gonna include Silver Surfer at some point. I think they're going to include Beta Ray Bill. There's been plenty of opportunities and potential Easter eggs for that to happen. If they do X-Men right, they've got the formula, dude, for yeah. the Annihilators. Which you know they're going to do X-Men right. They're going to do X-Men right. I have faith in Kevin and Feige. they're going to do Fantastic Four. They're going to do Fantastic Four correctly, and I think that we're going to get... I think at some point we could get the Annihilators. But yeah. I, 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 it'd be fucking It'd be so cool. It'd be funny if they did something funny, like in the in the movie. If at some point in time, if all those characters were in the same place together, if they were like, "Hey, we should form a, we should form a team," that'd be cool. And then the rest of them are like, "Nah." <laughs> but it'd be a reference. Like I like little things like that, where it's like, you know, we should be on a team together. And the rest of them are like, "I don't know about that," because you know, it, all the nerds <laughs> in the audience are like, "That's the Annihilators. That's exactly what they are. Like that's what they do." Uh. And it'd just be really fun, like for them to do that. I think that'd be really cool oh, um, yeah, to bring absolutely. back Ronan, like introduce Gladiator, introduce Silver Surfer, introduce Beta Ray Bill. And it's like, hey, we should all be on a team together. We work really well together. And they're like, I don't know about that. 
and just be like, and then that's all they talk about. And then, that's and it. Never do anything. Never do anything that. again after that. Like that. That's. I want that. I want that to happen. Oh man, <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. But you know what? It's great to be back. I'm happy to be here. I'm so excited for the next two weeks. We're gonna have so much content. It's gonna be stupid when it comes to Spider-Man. Um, and uh, I'm just, I'm just ready. I'm so ready. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be uh, an absolute uh, jizz fest. Dude, the theater is gonna be cheering. Somebody's oh, gonna can, need can to come you in. Wait somebody's until gonna OB need to come in and screen. somebody's gonna need to come in and wipe down the loads. Yeah. Be able to climb the walls like Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? This has been great, Nick. Thank you for putting in your two cents of uh, what is it? Philosophy of Marvel and <laughs> I'll always bring that. To I the love table, that. You know, keep it coming. Stay in school. We'll be back in for for a session next week. Can't wait to see you guys. Don't be late. Yep. Go Later, stars. Snyder Man out. Go stars. Go stars. <laughs> that was good. That was dope. <laughs>